Welcome in everyone. It is episode 64 of the 1056 podcast, the Jerry Kramer episode because football is back. To quote Big Cat and PFT from Pride of My Take, football is back. And Seinfeld's coming to Netflix next month. It's a little Jerry Kramer action, a little dual purpose. Uh, episode yeah, we had our NFL draft uh, recently. I do not remember up. who I drafted. Good. We watched Rough and Rowdy and oh. former NFL player. <laughs> yep. Uh, Pac-Man Jones got his ass whooped. Or as uh, Chris Berman would say, pack, 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 because he was like, Pac-Man was pretty genius. Chris Berman, living legend. I have a signed poster from him. No big deal. Okay. Anyway. Everyone anyway. the podcast knows it used to be our background. <laughs> it used to be our background for our live shows, which you haven't done in a while. Uh, yeah. So shout out to me. My team name is Go To The Moon. It's a little double entendre for Dallas Goder and the popular Playboy Cardi song, Go To The Moon, featuring Kanye West off of... Um, the his latest album forgot the name of it because i'm not a fan whoops no i am just kidding you didn't like it no i actually did like it it's a very uh unique album to say the least i know a lot of people who don't really follow rap like to shit on rap being like it all sounds the same and it's all a lot of mumbling and stuff and this is like a very abstract album uh i gotta look i'm looking it up in real time keep this keep this all in um or what did you think of drake's new album Honestly, it fucking sucked. I'm not even saying that, like, to jump on the bandwagon. Whole lot of Red. Couldn't think of the album name. I know it has something to do with Red. That's Playboy Cardi's album. Um, I didn't like I it. I knew that. A lot of people... You didn't like Drake. We're on Drake right now. I didn't like Drake because it was... Uh, what people said that I agreed with was the fact that this sounded like older Drake songs, which sometimes is a good thing because you want to attach... A new album to like an old sound i think it's pretty widely accepted in music but it was just like it kind of felt flat like it just didn't really feel any like there was nothing really behind it and just like the songs were kind of weird and like some of his lyrics were weird and like one of the songs he's like oh i know you're a lesbian well guess what i am too like weird shit like that i don't i don't know it I too love women. I must be a lesbian. Yeah, like that was kind of the line that people were shitting on him for. I kind of, I take a long time when listening to music. It will take me like months to like actually go through the album. Like I'm doing that with Donder right now, um, Kanye's new album. And uh, like I'm really sifting through it. And I'm, I like Donda a lot more. I think it's a very, uh, that's a very unique album in its own light, aside from Playboy Cardi's album uh and a lot of people it's obviously very polarizing opinions on it people are like well this isn't like the old kanye and this isn't that and it's like it never will be no and i think it's you can either uh associate it with the fact that kanye is just moving on just from a musical aspect you can say that it's just him with his mental issues the fact that he lost his mom there's a lot of other possibilities as to like why he's changed so much in his music style uh or it could just be the fact that we'll look We'll look back on this as he makes more albums and say, this was actually a really good album. People said that with Yeezus. People said that with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is still one of the better rap albums of this entire 2010 to current albums in hip-hop. I can definitely put my stamp on that just because of how good the songs were and its popular impact on the rap community. So just some of the beats that he had and 
a lot of the songs that he had were were really well done. It was something that's like, yeah, I actually kind of like this beat a lot. This four and a half minute song actually doesn't feel like four and a half minutes. And a lot of the features are really good and whatnot. I, obviously, I can go on and on a lot, but um, whole lot of red. Let me do it. It is. We'll get back into beer. I know everyone's like, dude, no one. Fuck gives yeah, a fuck let's about do music reviews. <laughs> but whole lot of red by Playboy Cardi. It is how I equate it to the like black metal or death metal of kind of like rap in that it's not something that you can just kind of put on and it's very like whimsical and whatnot that everyone's going to like with this kind of album you're either going to understand that it's a little left of center like black metal you can't understand the lyrics and it's very just compact and just like guttural rolls and shit like that it's that kind of principle oh whoa whoa i got it there are no major gutturals in black metal it's high shrieks Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. You got me there. I should have actually known that. Um, but with with this kind of album, I saw a lot of similarities before it because the average hip-hop listener, rap listener, might not go towards Whole lot of Red, but it actually got a lot of acclaim, and I was like, I can kind of see why. It was very off on its own accord, and it actually worked. I'm actually a semi-big Playboy Cardi fan. His 2018 album, Dialit, was actually really good has a lot of bops I still listen to to this day. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, for all you guys wondering who is on my radar right now, it's obviously Baby Keem, Kendrick Lamar's cousin. Recently came out with Who two... the fuck is Baby Keem? Yeah, Well, Kendrick I know. Lamar's cousin. I got that, folks. Uh, Thank you. Recently did an album uh, with... Uh, recently did a song with Kendrick Lamar. Really good, called Family Ties. Has an album coming out in a little bit. Very excited about it. So uh yeah there there is a lot to look forward to with with the rap community and that is this podcast we have officially just devolved into all music there we go so well what about this <laughs> what if we made a podcast that mixed beer and music no one has done that i want to give a quick shout out to hops and bops yeah yeah shout out uh, to joe we actually met him the reason why nice guy. They just recent they recently put out an instagram post of their beers that they've given perfect score whatever i think they have their score out of 10 yeah and the music albums of various kinds that they have given what they consider a 10 yeah and i recommend everyone go over to their instagram and uh no free promos but okay (laughs) (laughs) and and like and and follow their page but the reason i'm bringing it up is because they threw an album on there Uh, i'm i i want to get who posted there uh right so that's why i'm currently going to their page because there's a the, the bunch of them did it so let's see um joe shout out to joe yeah we met him that's when we met right because the albums that he gave i guess are inductees for their hops and bops hall of fame mm-hmm. their perfect scores were uh van halen by van halen nice that's great blood sugar sex magic by the chili peppers good album cool Wasting Light by the Foo Fighters. Fucking thank you. Like, no one talks about that enough. But the one that, I, as me, as, as the as the metalhead here on this podcast, Train of Thought by Dream Theater was one that came out of fucking nowhere. I own, I sorry, I want to own that album on vinyl. I have the albums around them. I own, I love Dream Theater, big fan. That They are the kings of prog metal and prog rock, and I have lost everybody because they are like, if someone starts talking about weird time signatures here, I'm not going to listen. And I said, don't worry, I'm not that smart. So, but I want to say that 
Train of Thought by Dream Theater is one of my favorite albums yeah. by them. It's a fantastic record. Oops. And I, I was reading through and I was like, yeah, sure. Of course. Duh. Uh-huh. Sure. What the fuck? And I just wanted to give Joe a quick shout out for uh, naming Dream Theater's Train of Thought. But, you know, you, you want to hear some of the beers that they inducted into their Hall of Fame or nominee? Sure. Do a quick let's, thing. Uh, let's do a quick thing. Uh, I recommend always going over there and liking their page. Uh, no free ads. J- Joe's inductees include Baby Kittens by Fat Orange Cat. Good beer. I have it on tap. Doobage by Bad Sons. Pretty good beer. Nummy Nummy by Stubborn Beauty Brewing. That's very good. Rise by Whalers Brewing. And Rocket Pop by Alvarian. Rocket Pop, I've heard, is very good. I haven't had a chance to grab it. Uh, it's like one of those like weird sours that they come out with every now and again, and it sells out like in an hour. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. I sort of agree on that line. Want we me really... to name the other two? We got Mike Mike and Tom. Well, we're already here, so I guess I don't have a choice. You're just going to do true. it. That's true. Mike Mike loves the Harvester by Abomination. Yeah, that's a good beer. The punk, Pumpkin Ale. I don't know if that's a typo. Know, by Dogfish. Yeah. Jeff, it's not a typo. Come on, man. Okay, I don't know. You should know. I don't really like. I actually don't care for dogfish that often. You I don't, don't like beer. Dogfish. I thought you were gonna say I really don't care for beer, and I was gonna like, <laughs> finally you admitted it. No, I have. I have dogfish here. No, I'll, I'll, I'll. This will be random. Dog. You know how we talked about how people we can give higher scores to things that has associated with a memory. Yes. Well, that can go the shout opposite. Shout out to Juan. Direction. Yes, shout out to Juan. And I agreed with that, and that's why I love No Limits. And we can love a whole bunch of beers because it's associated with the memory. Well, that can go in the opposite direction. For Dogfish Head, my mom won like a gift basket at some raffle at some uh, work event, and came back with a with a picnic basket full of Dogfish Head beer. Mm-hmm. And um, it was gross, and I don't think it was their fault. Now that I think about it. But it's already associated with like <laughs> some random bag that my mom brought home yeah, of warm that. bottles. And I just, I'm sorry, that's me. That's a Jeff thing, and we can all move on. Yeah. Uh, we also love Mixed Bag by Witch Doctor. That's a shout out to I've never, had, I've never had Mixed Bag. Um, I think 90 Minute, uh, fuck, can't think of it. Wow. I think it's just called 90 Minute IPA, and I can't, I just had a t- huge brain fart. Not 90 Minutes in Heaven, Google. God. Uh, 90 minute IPA. <laughs> it's a movie. Uh, yeah, it, it is 90 minute IPA. I think 90 minute IPA is one of my favorite IPAs from like not Connecticut. I, I still stand by that. I haven't had it in a long time. And I had it maybe like a couple years ago and I was like, yep, this is still really good. Uh, I think 60 minute IPA is still really good. Like they just make really fucking good beer. I don't. I haven't had Sequench or anything or like Slidey Mighty, the like sour and the light beer that they're really trying to push. But like their staples are amazing. I mean, it's pretty sick. And uh, Jeff, I should just we should just review Ninety Minute IPA because they recently redid their label, so you can just shit it. all over. You could just shit all over that. You'd be like, this label is awesome. Two out of five. Uh, well, just just because I don't want to leave Tom out because there's the three of them. Tom uh, inducted. Uh, B Rose by Citizen Cider. Brose. Okay. Brose. I don't know if it's I get the R's capitalized and rest not. So I don't oh, know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be right. I could be uh, wrong. Juicy in the eight sixty by Hop Culture Farms and Brew. Eight 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 six oh, like the area code. Oh, that makes sense. 
and Devil's <laughs> Hop Yard by CT Valley. Uh, I can't say I've had it. I don't know. I'm not so obviously. I don't know for those listening if you haven't heard, and I don't like. I'll kind of say this lightly, but the whole uh, situation with like Brian Allen and this whole Me Too movement within the beer industry from a few months ago. Obviously, ton of people in the beer industry got called out for good reason, uh, based on their actions and and what have you. Mostly men, and Connecticut uh, Valley allegedly was involved with that. So I people are like, eh, boy, kind of don't do it. I I just have like a weird feeling about Connecticut Valley as a whole, and whether well, it's know, again it whether that's things. true or not. Yeah, the whether the allegations are true or not. Again, I'm not for legal reasons. I'm not saying. That these are true please do your own research i encourage you to look at rat magnets instagram stories to get the full story or at least from that perspective but all you're saying is that it the the stories themselves has tainted your ability to kind of appreciate what they can be offering yeah and, and it wasn't... that's that's fair that's yeah fair. That thank you for thank you for uh, rephrasing that because that's exactly what it is and also like Connecticut valley was never a brewery that i'm like oh i can't wait to try something i know it's one of the few first few memories i have of connecticut valley was the fact that trailblazer was this like super inconsistent beer based on how people viewed it some people were like this is a great double ipa and then they put another batch out and it would absolutely suck and it's like i've never heard of a brewery that really has done that like it happens but connecticut valley is relatively large and they distribute to a lot of states like i've never really heard of that on such a larger scale and their sours are like honestly hit or miss their their whole sour series is like one of the things that i see the most on shelves and i'm not like wow this is so good it's like it's so middle of the road so middle of the road so yeah like take what you want with that um these are my opinions yada 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 legal jargon you whatever um anyways go over to hops and bops check out their podcast they talk yeah we, about music, they we, talk should, about we beer. should be on their sh- i'm making we I should have them this. on our show we didn't i don't well, mean I'm- to invite myself no, I'm going to do that. Hold on. I am calling them out. I would mm-hmm. love to be on your show. We would love to be on your show. We would love to talk about music, as you clearly tell. Um, I would have also gone on a rant about music if I had actually listened to the new Iron Maiden record, which oh, I have not Oh, fuck. Yet. I have not either. I really I need to. Uh, I have not, so that would be something that we not talk about that album. Mm. But we would love to. We have a diverse range of music tastes between the two of us, and Hops and Bops, we're waiting. But we'd also love to have you on. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna add them to the list. I'm adding to my list. People are wondering what the fuck's the list. Um, I have a note like a reminders app, and I just list out like guests that we want. Um, so you know who you are if you're on this list. If not, you probably don't. But anyway, wow, that was a long tangent. Here we are back, Jeff. Happy New Year. Happy Rosh Hashanah. Was a Ahsoka hey, Toa to all the fellow Jewish individuals out there listening. Jeff, why don't you throw in a little, if if you're editing this, can you throw in a little ram's horn right here? Isn't that the most beautiful sound you've ever heard, honestly? (laughs) Uh, Yes, every new year and at the end of Yom Kippur, which is a week later, uh, we blow the ram's horn to bring in the new year. And uh, it's wonderful and hard to do. And uh, this year I had dinner with my family. We were recording this right now on Rosh Hashanah. Uh, what was I going to bring up? I was going to bring something up about this. Oh, um, your cousin? The... Oh, shout out. Okay, so shout out. <laughs> uh, 
Thank you. I, I totally blanked. I even had a thing. Um, so I was, we were at, I, we had our dinner last night just for the sake of timing, even though Rosh Hashanah is tonight. Two nights and ago. When this comes out, but whatever. Yeah. I get well, that. right, 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 right. Time. What does it even mean? Well, it's 5,782 in the Jewish calendar, so. Is that the, is that the year? It is. Nice. Thanks for looking that up. Uh, we are people of the future. We are way ahead of all of you. You guys are so like I already I remember the pandemic. It was like three thousand years ago. So it's like whatever. Damn, whatever. <laughs> um, shout out to my family. I want I gave I pitched the podcast. They hadn't heard that I've been doing this. They're like, oh, you have a podcast. And they asked questions, and I think I could tell at first they were kind of like, well, like all right, that's cool. I said no, but like we're getting some traction, okay? Um, and. <laughs> This this is going to be on uh, on an episode that's not going to be out yet, so that's hilarious. Because what? we because oh oh we are, oh, what are you talking? What, what do I on, not know? It's se- on September thirtieth. September thirtieth will be the best trivia ever. BTE Slam oh, at Tribus so Brewing. It is fun. a trivia. It is trivia mixed with wrestling, mixed with drinking, and it's going to be hilarious. They're going to pull a ring into Tribus. They're going to get. Uh, AEW wrestlers to come in and put on a show for everybody and we will be there not as guests but we will be recording there um, we will have a little setup and it, as, as of right now we're planning on doing this you know, you never know when things could change but as of right now that you might be listening this to this as we're recording we're planning on being there so a shout out to my family shout out to my cousin's husband uh, Mark if you're going to be there let me know that would be really cool um, we have a lot of people we know we're going to go to that it's gonna be a blast. Find us. Happy New Year. When I see Tyler, I will. I'm gonna to try to send him through our table. Please, please don't. I mean, do if it's Travis's table and they're four. I mean, go for it. So yeah, we actually uh, interviewed Ken Tuccio, the head of Best Trivia Ever, who's gonna be hosting this whole Slam event. Um, so that's actually gonna be our next episode, which like totally as as we were getting ready and talking like before we were recording, I was like, oh, we gotta like plan out the rest of the year, and I was like, oh yeah, we have Ken's interview, which is pretty nice. So we have September all set up, uh, which we're really excited about. So I don't know when, to what extent we're gonna be recording there. I don't know if we're gonna be doing live stuff. We might just like throw in a couple interviews into like part of an episode, make it a whole episode. I don't know. If you think that we like have everything planned out, you're wrong, dude. Okay. Let me just like, but let me stop going, you right there. But if you're going, come find us and talk to us. Part of me like wants to dress up in suits like uh, Caleb and Roan from like when they do rough and rowdy and just like do interview people that way. But I don't know if we're ready for that. We'll just do it. Do something. Yeah, whatever. Might do that. Well, honestly, we don't know. It's still like three weeks away. Well, well no, 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 no. So. We're not, we're not going to do this again. We're not going to sit here and plan it all right here on the podcast. No one gives a fuck. The fact of the matter Dude. is, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm calling us, I'm calling ourselves out on this. We plan way too much on this. Yes, podcast. it's no, our specialty. It, it's not a specialty. It is too much. And I'm going to say that we will be there come check us out we have a flag it's in china we're gonna drive there we're gonna pick it up what's next on the docket dude none of that is wrong um next uh closer to free so uh we wanted to do this episode with tom m just to kind of catch up with him a but then b 
he and myself and all of Team Craft Beer are going to be doing the Closer to Free Ride, part virtually, part in person, unofficially. So the Closer to Free Ride, we go into it more on the actual interview itself, but for those who don't know, it's an annual bike ride to benefit the Smilo Cancer Center at Yale New Haven Hospital. Really great initiative, and I've heard about it for the past few years, just being in this like local Connecticut community of beer. And I was like, fine, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I signed up, and uh, you pledge of like how far you're going to ride. I'm going to be doing it virtually, so I'm going to be doing 40 miles on Saturday. Uh, the, you know, speaking of planning, um, I... I'm thinking about doing a live stream just for like 10, 15 minutes, just like at like the start of the race to document, like I'm actually doing it, but also like to just vary up the content a little bit. So that'll be Saturday morning. That'll kind of be like a last minute thing. It's whether I'm like have it set up logistically or I don't, but I will post something on our Instagram that is like, Hey, I'm doing it. So be on the lookout for that. Really excited for that. Boom. Check it off the list. Jeff, give me a little ding. Give me a little positive ding sound effect there. Throw it in there. Um, and then the next thing, I'll, I'll bunch two things together here. If you haven't read or haven't seen it, uh, former guest of the show, current friend, IRL, Kat Manning, uh, the content creator, uh, head of social media at Two Roads, Area 2, H2 Roads, and Daybreaker Cocktails, was featured in Hop Culture Magazine, what is Hop Culture Magazine? It's like one of the top beer online publications in the country. They recently merged with Untapped. Could be wrong. Not going to look it up. But uh, it was like a year or so ago. So they're very within the uh, craft beer community. So they did a whole write-up. And Kat really went through the seven best ways to capitalize your social media um, to like your audience. And there were some really good takeaways there. And to piggyback off of that, we did interview her first so you know it's cool hop culture wants to kind of clout chase and ride off her coattails that's fine yeah it's fine it's fine yeah it's fine i did our lawyers i did it first but you know it's fine you know just people like to swagger jack and here we are just being like whatever man because we're the smaller people it's cool it's cool it's whatever you know what though here we go again (laughs) cat helping us out with now this time she doesn't even know it because we were meeting (laughs) just before this podcast talking about we were planning stuff we don't do on the air, and I already I, I took something out of that article that would help us increase our content. And now we have ideas based on her advice. So shout out to Cat. Thanks shout for out to that. Cat. Uh, yeah, and then to piggyback off of that piggyback, uh, Oktoberfest, the sixth annual or seventh, eighth annual. I don't know how many years we've been going to like six, seven times. It's happening in a couple weeks. As always, I'm doing the sign holding contest. I have been training a little bit, just a little bit, um, getting my body ready for I feel really good. Um, do I think I'm going to hit over three minutes? I don't know yet. Um, signs are not strong. I think I can hit a solid two minutes and then go from there. You know, the heat, the elements, that really takes a lot into consideration there. So, you know what? We're going to see when game time hits. That's it. I'm keeping it hush-hush on the stein holding. Um... And and come check it out and watch me reunite with the lovely people I met shit faced several years ago. <laughs> yes, at, at two roads. In a previous episode, I told a story. I'll be reuniting. Apparently, probably seeing them there. Shout out to you guys. Hope to see you there if you want to see me 
Oh yeah, try they... to try to regain my memories of everything. And look, <laughs> a couple people have recognized me on the streets and the podcast, but no one's recognized Jeff because Jeff really doesn't go out that much. But that's fine. But if you see, I Jeff, live so far now. <laughs> you really do. You really shot yourself in the foot there. If you want, go say hi to Jeff first. Do these instructions. If you're listening to this. Go up to us, say hi to Jeff first, and then say hi to me. Let's even this shit out, man. That's what I'm talking about, okay? Mm. Will people do that? Probably not. Just putting my, it out there. my best friend. Yeah, that's a one-sided thing there. I hate to break it to you. There, I so. love you. Yikes. I, I, I like you as a friend. Oh, that was actually it. So when it comes to, like, now we're, you know, in September, there's four months left in the year, which is really fucking crazy. Can't believe that's happening. And we're thinking about 2022. We have a big thing lined up for 2022 that I've only told, like, a very small handful of people as far as this podcast goes. It's going to be big. It's going to be, like, a, a big chunk of next year as far as something that me, personally, I'm going to be doing physically. That's it. Only hit you're getting. Um, and so with that, we're looking at overhauling a lot of parts of this podcast not just the audio style we're talking 1050 sips and then we're also talking about expanding from that way part of that being twitch jeff and i are both huge gamers and we've always dip wanted to dip our toes into twitch and that's kind of where our head's at right now like do we want to go into that i'm down for it just logistically will it make sense we'll see i want to hear people's opinions if you think we should do a twitch or if you have opinions on twitch or if you want to help us get a set up on Twitch, reach out, let us know. Always willing to hear feedback and uh, comments about that. Boom. Docket complete. Okay, I got, me... Nope, I got one more. Fucking A, dude. Oh, it's a good one. I'm kidding. I know so, it's good. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Armada. Shout out to all the pairs. And Nod Hill. Uh, the reason why is because there is a... Um, non-profit movie theater in Ridgefield, Connecticut called the Prospector Theater. They, um, they are a non-profit. They offer, uh, what, how do they phrase it? They, they offer meaningful, competitive employment for individuals with disabilities. That's what it is. Uh, uh, adults um, can go there. They can work there. They, uh, they work in the, all aspects of the movie theater. And things are adjusted, and things are things are done there where they can have they can be successful in that environment. Um, but they also have a, a station where you can get uh, alcoholic drinks. And I noticed over on tap they had some uh, typical suspects, um, like Blue Moon. Hell, hell yeah! But they also had Nod Blue Hill. Moon, looking sus. Play the um, play the Among Us um, theme right there. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Always look at sus. They have the pink. They have a nice pink and black handle there, as is made clear to me by Tyler that that's something they've been throwing out to everybody. But it works really perfectly at the Prospector Theater because their colors are also pink and black. Uh, it just it's it's just cool. They only have like four or five tap handles, and a couple of them are high prominent breweries. You know, over, like in beers like Blue Moon and um, uh, yeah, Goose Island. And so they only have so many tap handles, so it's actually pretty cool that to see some CT beer representation at such a cool venue. I recommend people, if you're in that area and you're looking to see a movie, they run the more popular movies in the area. So I saw the newest Shang-Chi, Legend of Ten Rings Marvel movie, and it was a lovely time. And if you want to go help, go see a good movie and uh, support their mission, as they say, uh, yeah. head over to the Prospector Theater and grab some beer. 
No free ads, but yeah, definitely do that. Um, yeah, so there you go. Now the docket's complete. Jeez. Also, uh, I've been looking at my untapped, so I've been meaning to pitch this. Follow me on untapped at T-I-E-L-E-R. I'm at 994 uh, check-ins. I'm really close to 1,000. I don't know what I want to do for my 1,000, but here we are. And then follow us on Instagram at 1056-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That is where we on instagram that is where we host all of our photos obviously and our video review series 1050 sips hey it's a really fun time jeff loves to shit on all the canon artwork it's really fun and that's that's the summation of 1050 sips except for one time where jeff gave a can of five for a good reason yeah yeah there yeah. On, honestly so to that point i don't mean to like beat that point into the ground i think like three or four like separate people were like man jeff's really critical of the cans <laughs> and you are but i don't want it to change i get it i get why people like he's really critical and usually i'm like yeah he can kind of get like that but also like if you're critical about a fucking say it like the pumpkin head hard seltzer i'm like yeah it kind of makes sense what's the beer i th- i think uh it, it's a major it's a cool and major aspect of our community in in craft beer is to have a really cool can design because you usually have taller cans. Okay. So you have much more surface area to put, you know, to put something together. And I just get frustrated when people half ass it or that it's not done right. And I don't get mad at this, but I, I kind of get a little annoyed when we get beers where it's just like their generic label and then they just write the beer on it. And I understand like it costs money to do all that. And so like, yeah, I'm not resources ju- and shit a hundred percent. But I think that's kind of a really fun aspect, especially if it has a cool name. So you get the cool name, you get a cool can design and then you get to the beer. Um, it's the same as music, man. It, and I think that I, I just get really upset when people don't take that. If they're going to go for it, if you're going to spend the money and get art, do it commit it's true you right man that's it that's all i got stamp dude stand by that fucking opinion dude i'm i'm saying go for it i'm opening that door i'm saying you better go hard in the paint that's all i'm saying why not i have a quick question for the people out there they can let us know on our instagram yeah go for it comment section of the of the pictures for this episode do you pick beer how much does the album art influence how you pick beer? That's my question. Yeah. Let us know on Instagram. Does it matter to you? Do you not care? Have you picked beers just because the can design's whack? Whack. Jeff, throw that one in there too. Hannibal Burris from Eric Under Church is saying whack. I'm giving you a lot of work to do. That yeah, one's up I, to you. Yeah, I have work in the morning, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, that's it. I won't, I won't delay the point anymore. Uh, so Tom M., as you can tell, by the title of this episode, I say that all the time. Uh, Tom M was our guest. We had him back just over a year since we had him the first time. It's now part three in the saga of Tom M episodes. I think it's the most amount of times a guest has been on the show. Maybe one as like a feature or something like that. I'm not sure. Maybe Chase a couple times. But Tom M, as far as dedicated episodes, I think he's still number one right now. Uh, pretty fun episode. We always say. These are this falls into the category of us just having fun. I had zero notes prepared, just want to talk about closer to free, and that was really the basis of it all. And then just go from there. That's how it works, and it actually came out pretty well. That's it. We we did the impossible. 
and we were able to uh, have a condensed episode with Tom and <laughs> full of goodies. It, it was short. It's a really so let's fun get to time. it. Nothing to it but to HQ it. That's a little thing I take from 1050 Sips. Um, wow, I totally lost my rhythm there because we haven't done a, an actual episode in a long time. But uh, we look forward to listening, you guys listening. What? Thank you so much and all genuineness. Thank you for listening. Please keep listening. Huh? Follow us on Instagram. Raise hell. Praise Dale. And we'll see you in the next episode. The hell was that? That was painful. Wow! I'm telling people thank you. And we're back. Uh, this person doesn't need introduction. I'm not even looking at the camera. No, it's Tom M. He's here. He's back. He did it. It's been a year plus. He's here on the show again. Part three. First time, three person, three episode saga, I think, for the same person. So, Ty, so around this time of year, yeah, everyone kind of is like over summer. And I understand a lot of humidity, a lot of heat. 100%. And they're all, September hits and they're like, ooh, September hits. Let's get ready for Halloween. Uh, I love the change in seasons. And I'm like, you idiots. Mm-hmm. It's always stout season. Yeah, that's right. I thought you were going to make a stout thing that only people drink, people only drink stouts in like the fall, like around this time, but. It's always stout season. There you go, Tom. I'm Tom just, M, everybody. I'm, I'm just letting you keep going. You said I don't need an intro, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> keep going. Well, we're we're just we were ignoring you doing our own intro and bringing you in. That's kind of what. So, anyways, Tom, thanks accident. for joining us on the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this yeah. is great. Yeah. It, Welcome it's back. We're rusty. Oh, we're is rusty. That it? Oh, is that the episode? The whole thing? You just say hi and we're done. Yeah, okay. that was it. Just, it's really just a name grab, just to get you on like the title there, and then we could just you know fast forward through everything. Honestly, honestly, if if that worked, we could do that to anybody. You know, <laughs> hey, um, you'd be like Elon Musk. Thanks so much for coming on the show. This has been great, and then you just end it. What am I like and the it, Matt Damon now? Like get all oh, too late. We didn't have time for Matt Damon. You know, you just, <laughs> oh, have to name um, drop Matt Damon all the time. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy thank Kimmel. Thank you. Yeah, they, they have a rival from. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tom, how has um the past what uh year plus been since you were on our show? I know I've seen you like four times and talked to you almost like every week since then. But tell uh, everyone else, it's been good. Uh, my liver is still surviving. Um, miraculously. You know, people are making a lot more stouts all year long, so it's actually usually the summertime I could get a little bit of a break and maybe drink other things i know i know say me saying, I'm sorry what what yeah you know. what, what 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 the what the fuck and this and this episode yeah fuck this shit what a, what a crock of shit to <laughs> yeah. drink something other than stuff no it's just adjunct stouts it's just like yeah. sweet stouts instead of like just the 20 percent stouts that they come out with in the winter time so that's your yeah. that's your break <laughs> yeah my, my my break is more calories and yeah. thicker stouts in the summertime and you know i'm still waiting for someone to go like you know stout was a bad choice and it's like a 30 percent, just half lactose half stout you know uh beer and it's just literally you know drinking the can and just like in a hot sweating pouring thing because you know that's what most people do but i want that decadent like literally it's frosting in a can you know probably that's that's the next thing you you don't you have fruited stouts which little bit here a little bit there but i'm waiting yeah. for the actual like you open the can and it's just pure frosting that comes out it's of all it. slug it's yeah. just it, oh. yeah 
it's gonna happen. We're 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 on Four. the cusp of a twenty percent normalcy of a stout. And, we're and we right just there. Spoke it into existence, by the way, trademark, whatever here. We said it yeah. first. If anybody yeah, has yeah, to, yeah. can you date it, mail it to yourself, whatever you have to do, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I think this is like law and testament. So I think, you know, like that I think this works. I think this is legally binding. We'll, we'll talk to our lawyers. Yeah. Which is so awesome. so for like there's seasonal beers, right? You get the like the fruity ones are kind of fun to have in the in the summer. Is there a nutmeg beer for I mean, when we get around wintertime? Uh no, it's called pumpkin. True. Yeah, but that's fall. I'm trying to get to like closer to Christmas. Uh gingerbread. Gingerbread, yeah, ginger, okay. gingerman, you know. Uh I'm still still pushing and I don't know how I could get uh cookie butter, speculos, in oh. bulk and make a cookie butter stout. Uh, we were going to try to do it on Bill's system at no worries, but unfortunately, Cookie Butter did not make the uh, wheel uh, adjunct. Uh, but I've thought of it and getting like speculose in bulk. Granted, it'll be like using real peanut butter like Alvarium does. No head retention because all the oils and stuff like that. But a nice a winter Cookie Butter stout, I mean, you know, that's tremendous. Oh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> well, the, the Cookie Butter beer that Trader Joe's made that was, was that that wasn't a stout was it it was like no it was some, an ale it was just yeah. an ale <laughs> it was was it overrated i forget uh, if you liked it i do i still have a bottle somewhere here i don't know no i <laughs> um I, it? well i got it last year in maine uh when i was in maine and i was i went to the trader joe's and i was like oh it was literally around the corner i had to go to apple to get uh, a new charger for my uh macbook and then i'm like oh there's got to be a trader joe's somewhere in portland and literally, I pull out of the mall, and there it is. So I'm like, oh, let me go. And they sold wine, and they sell the Trader Joe's branded beer, which we can't in Connecticut uh, due to state laws stuff. And it's just – it's more equal opportunity. The whole real reason, if I didn't explain it before, um, if we sell a beer at Trader Joe's and it's made for us, every other package store has to have the opportunity to buy it. It's just the fair – I forgot what the law is called, but it's being fair to everyone else. Yes. So they have an opportunity to buy it, but we're a private label, so we don't want our label in any other store. So we just don't do it. We just so don't forgot. sell them in Connecticut. So yeah, I grabbed two bottles. They were like six bucks. Uh, I shared one with the No Worries crowd. I forgot one night, and uh, yeah, it was um, it literally just uh, ale with cookie butter, and it was like a stout. You needed some more backbone, some more roast, some coffee notes, some chocolate. Yeah. would be better this was just a straight like liquid cookie butter which is amazing but not oh, in that yeah. form yeah I, I don't know like it, i feel like the hype was there and then it came out and i feel like when beers like that are that popular the the um kind of the power behind it like it, it'll be talked about for months afterwards oh yeah I feel like it came out i saw you post about it and then like a month after it just like disappeared from existence and i was like okay, what the hell happened? I'm like, this was supposed to be this like huge thing. Well, just... they only made a certain amount and that was it, you know, True. It's gone. And I mean, but people still like, I'm in some Trader Joe's like uh, uh, groups and people still, oh, did anybody see this? Anybody ever had this? And then it came out last year and that was it. It's, it's more of those like one and done. Um, it's a great concept because cookie True. butter is one of their most popular items. It is thing. literally crack for people. Like when people, I explain it to people and then they have it, like I made a uh, cocktail with it. And um, the guy that running the cocktail chemist, um, Demetrius, he had never had it before. And so he tried it and goes, can I try this? And then he takes a spoonful. I'm like, go for it. And he ate it. And he was like, can I keep this jar? And I'm like, go for it. I don't want this. You know, I don't need <laughs> that much cookie butter in my life. 
And I literally were making fun of him that we were going to find him later in the night in the corner, like in sugar coma and shaking with a spoon <laughs> and all around his mouth and everything like that. So yeah. good. I love yeah. cookie butter so much. Trader Joe's rips, man. It's just like just far enough for me to like go there all the time. It's like 20 minutes for me. I'm like, ugh. Um, you know. What's the closest Trader Joe's to you? Uh, Milford. Yeah. Oh, orange Road. Yeah. yeah. Or Orange, technically. Yeah. So. I know Shelton, they were, like, trying to get them to get one, but I guess, isn't the rule where, I don't know if this is unwritten or not, but the city that it's in can't have less than, like, 50,000 people or something like that? There's some... Is Shelton, no, Shelton would have been perfect. I mean, I'm from Shelton, so Shelton would have been perfect where the I big Y built in, and I was like, why don't we put a Trader Joe's there? I would have basically loaded, that's my hometown, I'm working there, done. I'm, but, like, right around the corner from that big Y, so um, that would have been sick. You, so these rules are killing me today. So the rules, <laughs> yeah, the rules with Trader Joe's is you have to have a really bad parking lot. That's number one. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's funny. But Fairfield's got that down. Uh, go to Stanford. Stanford's even worse. Uh, oh, boy. You know, uh, D- Danbury is a decent-sized parking lot, but every parking spot is a compact spot, and so they're super tight. They were so uh, close. Uh, West Hartford, people literally, I, I've been there for four months now in West Hartford, almost five, and literally watch people almost hit each other every single solitary day because it just, people just zip around and there's so many blind spots in it. Uh, Manchester's parking lot, there's one entrance and one exit, and it's literally Sounds. on two opposite ends of the place. So I've been there a few times and I'm like, how the hell do I get out of here? And I have to drive all the way down to the other end of the, the like the boy strip mall uh, complex just to get out. So that's always the joke uh, that I make with the customers because when they look at it, go, "How bad is your parking lot?" Oh, it's oh, it's really good. Oh, I'm sorry, we're never gonna go there. It's too good for. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, they they look for. I mean, they're with with everything happening in the last year. Um, they wanted to open a few more stores last year. They didn't. They couldn't. It's just no, we're not opening in a pandemic. We're not going to open stores. Yeah. They are looking for more locations. Uh, there's a few in the talks um, because they want to expand. There's really nothing east of Orange. Uh, so it's Orange and then Providence, Rhode Island. So there's Jeez. nothing on that 95 strip. Uh, and there's nothing on that whole side of state, north or south. Uh, so they're they're looking. They're trying to something in that area. I know Old Saybrook has always been talked about. A lot of people like Grant Old Saybrook, Mystic, um, they've been looking over the years. They just can't find a good enough spot. Uh, they want to expand more north. Uh, and they're not going to be in every town. Everyone wants it. If I always make a joke. If you see an Aldi's, that means Trader Joe's looked at the spot and somehow didn't talk to their sister company. And, oh, tri- <laughs> and an Aldi's popped up in that town, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I love it. Um, zooming out a little bit, going back to the beer. I meant to ask this before we got down this Trader Joe's tangent, because obviously I could talk about Trader Joe's is, all day. Like I said, uh, six-hour episode. I got Yeah, time. yeah. Oh, good God. Tom, before we started recording, for those listening, Tom's like, yeah, no, I, I got to be somewhere at five. So I got like six hours. And I was like, hold on a second. I got to like drive to a wedding today. like Prepare for a month's worth of episodes yeah. starring Tom Which M. it's always good to know. Like honestly, like Kill at the end of day. the year, once like December oh, hits shit. and I'm just like so lazy and just over like editing all night. I could just like be like, hey, Tom, you want to come on for like four hours? There's like eight episodes that brings us into like, you know, mid 2022. It'd be perfect, but I'm not going to do that. And then your viewership goes from here <laughs> to, oh, wait, it's it's just the Tom show. It's now? still oh. Tom M. <laughs> it just Tom becomes M. like, <laughs> oh, is he going to mention the stealth this week? I wonder. <laughs> Something that I've been meaning to ask you, and I feel like in our conversations, it just never comes up. But uh, 
has there been a brewery in Connecticut that stu- stood out to you, Tom M., as far as a place that's upping their stout game? I mean, it, overall. Uh, an up-and-comer. An, I mean, it, so in the beginning, uh, and I, I tell this story, I've been telling this story quite frequently because I've been going at 12% a lot of late, like probably twice <laughs> a week. Um, and in the beginning, I was not a I was not a fan of 12%. I wasn't a fan of what they were all about. They weren't trying to, um, in the beginning, support uh, the the local community. I didn't say, I said it was not a Connecticut brewery. It sure. wasn't this. And this is right off the rip. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, not it's a gypsy brewer, but I mean, it's making all other brands for other people. Um, but, it, and uh, I remember having a conversation, someone messaged me. I was, um, they did, uh, I've, I've talked to Alex about it now. And uh, the, the, um, they did the first ever can release and they're like, Oh, and just like old schools, we'll just put this table out for you. And they were encouraging a bottle share and it posted on CD beer drinkers. And I was like, I don't know what you guys think you're doing. You're a brewery now. Do not encourage the bottle share. Don't, you know, like you're having liability against you because you're saying let's do a bottle share like old times. And these people would drink like OEC and that get there at six in the morning and drink until noon and get their stuff. And then they're drinking and now done. And, and me and Alex were going back and forth and someone messaged me, he goes, do you know who that is? And I'm like, no, he goes, that's the owner of 12%. And I'm was looking out for his bet jurisdiction. And we finally met like a few weeks later when I went to go down there and he introduced himself and he's like, no, I thank you. And I'm like, dude, I don't want anybody to close down. They're coming in here, but you're doing that. And True. like, it's all about the, but let the people do their own little bottle share. Then it's on them. Oh, we didn't encourage it. You know, once you encourage something, then they could tag it to the brewery and be like, that's why when two roads does ever does their bottle shares, like for Igor's day or something like that, uh, yeah. they limit it to an hour. They're like, you have an hour, whatever they drink in the parking lot, that's on them. But you have an hour inside the building to drink bottle share, be merry. And then they're going to open their bar. Then you have to stop all the bottles. So that doesn't mean like pound 15 beers an hour, but <laughs> challenge accepted yeah, yeah. they're Just, con- they're controlling it and it's so yeah. they don't have to have it. well we only allowed it for an hour what they did after or before that's on them you know and yeah. we'll stop them if we think they're inebriated stuff like that but yeah. uh they uh no they're they're bringing in a lot of brands they're giving a lot of uh, opportunity uh we have 10 minutes uh yeah, we're giving opportunity um just pull back that court fourth wall um, <laughs> of like Marlowe is a Connecticut brand. Yep. Uh, Abomination moved up from Philadelphia now is a Connecticut brand. Uh, Tox, they're helping out a lot, get their name out there because such they're a small brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Front Porch does brew a lot there. So they're getting some of those and they're giving opportunities to these smaller systems in Connecticut to brew, to get a distro of New York, more of Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and wherever else they ship those beers out to um they're getting it so they can notice more because like Mm -hmm. you know he's in you know he wants to like you know i've talked to him and like you know if little house ever wanted to do more and can maybe they could brew a batch there and uh, lasting brass and stuff like that and give that opportunity to them so they could get their name out there because they're making really good beer but because they're so small and so only have a market of a small circle in their area because they can only go so far for distro little house doesn't distro at all it's brewery only uh, but Lasting Brass does distro and they self distro, mm-hmm. uh, but it's only around that valley, north uh, middle of Connecticut area. But if you want Lasting Brass in the Mystic or Groton or the upper northeast corner, northwest corner, you're you're not going to get it. You're not going to find it. You have to go to Watertown and you know sure. o- Oakville and go get that beer. 
you know so it gives them a bigger opportunity to bigger batches and then people are like what's this then they'll venture to the actual brewery and make more money from there so oh yeah no i i think 12 percent. i think that's a great answer because they have really ramped it up i mean the thing that really kind of made me raise my eyebrows was the barley wine is life release that day with horse ales and i was like i've you know i've heard of them just in just following these thousands of beer accounts you keep seeing this name pop up they're in california oregon yeah Yeah. um well i don't uh, kyle i have no clue where he's right now i have no clue he's based out of he actually does not have a brewery We'll put so his face he, on a milk carton. Yeah, really? I, well, no. We, <laughs> I mean, just go to his count. He's somewhere. He's traveling the United. We're all States somewhere, right Tom. Damn wow. it! Jeff. Are, we, are we gonna get all you know metaphorical? If that's a word, we can. You know, we can. How deep we <laughs> want to get? Uh, um, Has he found himself, or is he still lost in the sea of unconsciousness? Well, I want to. I want to be found my head at is. the brewery because it's right next to the Titleist Performance Center in California, and that's pretty sick. So sick. Well, so he's he doesn't have a physical brewery. I thought he did. He just goes and brews on other people's equipment and then releases it out or barrel ages it and does a collab. Do and they know when he does this? He, he just no, sneaks he, in. He sneaks in the middle of the night and he does it. And then it's like the Horace Ferry and he just stamps it. They're like, Horace, he's been here. He's been here. Oh my he ate goodness. the cookies and drank the milk. Yes. It's Kyle's just a, been here. He's touched our beer. Oh my it's God, a slow be bleed over like a month where he's it's like, what's this in the mash time? Like, someone get rid of it. We can't get rid of it. We don't know what it is. Like, and just. Then it like you see the the branding on the barrel, and it's like oh, yeah. Fuck. If you're naughty and nice, but yeah, that's the and that's the great thing. Like Horace has done the the first one he came down and did. Uh, the second one, the Vanilla Maris, uh, he could, was because of the pandemic he couldn't come down. Mm. Uh, but then like Bottle Logic has done a collab, mm. and now we have Barclays in Connecticut. Now moved from Chicago to Connecticut, and oh. now Barclays is coming out and doing all their barrel aging stuff here with their society. But then they came out with Waves, which was tremendous. You know, and then now uh, uh, Fidens just came down and released <laughs> I Sure You Make Stouts. And that, I mean, that's still sitting in my car right now. But I have three, four packs that I bought the other day. Jeez. And it's that blew me away. It was it was it's like Swiss Miss. I, Swiss Miss is so bad to say, but it reminded me. Swiss of, Miss. Well, it's Swiss. So it's a Swiss chocolate with like almond coffee. uh in it and basically the swiss chocolate gives me like that swiss miss creamy chocolate hot chocolate taste Mm -hmm. and it was just for i think 12 percent. it was it went down way too easy so oh yeah those those are always dangerous i'm swiss miss time make swiss a swiss miss beer they did uh yeah equilibrium with still got it with other half i want to see you're right i'm looking this up i've had a few of them i haven't had all of them I know they're like there's just too many. I like the appeal of like finding a stout in a bottle, but then when I have it in my fridge, I'm like, when the fuck am I actually gonna drink this? Ooh ooh ooh! I know. Answer, Jeff. When your fiance starts to drink it and doesn't want it anymore. Yes, that's very true. Yep, we will always talk about this story. Uh, <laughs> Not much of a story. She opened up a 17% beer. Oh, that and, story, yes. And then decided she didn't <laughs> want any more, so now Tyler no, had That wasn't the worst part. The worst part was, like, I was drinking the a beer. It was a Wee Heavy from Nebco that someone gifted us. Yep. And it was 10%. I'm here. I'm, like, playing video games. So I'm already feeling great. Wee Heavies are not, like, the smoothest beer to drink, and they're not the lightest beer to drink. So 
my fiance sits on this couch behind me. If you're listening, too bad. And she opens. It was the the nightmare seventeen percent stout. She thought it was a sour because the labels are the same color. It's all black and white for the most part. And she's like, "Oh my god, what is this?" And then like I processed it for like thirty seconds, and I was like, "Oh my god, she just drank this last stout that I was saving." And shout like, shout out to Nightmare though because that is the same reaction because they're very metal based oh. right and, and their theme that is ex- exactly the same thing that happens when i show people metal when i play it for them they go what the hell is this and, and they, they say can you, you finish it you finish the song i said hell yeah whatever. yeah dude <laughs> you know that's a good that's a good side by side you know man you know he nailed it there if you're gonna if you're gonna and it was it's great goal reaching don't get me wrong it's great but it's just like the the worst kind of hangover because it was probably like a thousand grams of sugar and it wasn't oh, yeah. sweet what Tom, what gives you the worst hangovers? Um, uh, mixing uh, liquor with beer. I won't Still. do it. I can't do it. If I do it like a nightcap or something, and you wake up the next day and it's just like... Yeah. Or you don't. Or yeah. you don't wake up the next day. Well, well, okay. Well, whoa, whoa. So it happens. Jeez. Oh. Kind anyway, of wake up the next night. Well, okay, uh, whoa, guys. Uh, easy. Anyway, uh, if you're keeping if you're keeping the score <laughs> at home, uh, it's, it was equilibrium and short throw. That did Swiss Bliss. Oh, it was short throw. Short throw. Yeah, it was short throw. I yeah. So it was short throw. Yeah, there and another. That's another great brewery yes. that they're twelve percent doing. That's making great stouts. You know, yeah, timber lips. them. And I go there, lips and lungs. Yeah, and I go there because there's always two stouts on. So I mean, it it no matter what time of the year it is, there's always two stouts on. Granted, they're usually ten and like a fourteen and a half percent one. Oh, hundred percent, of course. So you know, I have to drink <laughs> seltzer or snappy because I'm not gonna be like, hey Tom, how many you're gonna be here for a few hours? Uh, yeah, or I'll be dead if I just drink the stouts the whole entire time. Oh God, Snappies. see, I told you, or you don't wake up the next morning. Wow, after or the next what? afternoon. Wait, I'm just agreeing. Yeah, good. Well, yeah, good. <laughs> why are you booing? I'm not wrong. Why are you booing? Oh, no, right. we're just saying boo earns. <laughs> boo um, earns. So, to actually, before I switch gears, I'll probably end this session and just open a new one because we have like two minutes left here. So, don't uh, you pay for this yet? Don't you no, have enough dude, money for we this? We paid for it one we're, time we're, for we're Phil Markowski, on that, and that was waiting. it. We're like, we're, we're not interrupting Phil, money. you know. No, yeah. I'll talk about that story more uh, on on air or when we're recording. We're not a radio show. Uh, <clears throat> I'll talk about that story more because it was kind of interesting. Um, so I'll stop this and uh, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Thank you, Tom. So yeah, to answer your question, no, we haven't paid for Zoom. We did pay for it one time when we had Phil Markowski on because... Uh, that was one that was like the wish the uh, white whale list to be beer specific of like guests that we want to have on. And I was like, the last thing I want to do is like, hey, Phil, can you just like hop out and then go back in your email and like, click on this? And I'm like, it would be so like just abrasive and just like haul a conversation. So yeah. I was like, we got to buy it. We got to do it. Um, but it, it was interesting because like he was on the phone and oh, I know were, like, you heard the background game getting in his car and everything it was great which i mean obviously totally fine didn't mind it and there were times like where we lost him for like tw- like 10 seconds mm-hmm. and i was like oh no this thing is gonna get disconnected and he, he came back and it was just like continuing like just the conversation didn't stop and it somehow worked out where we were able to understand what he was referring to and i like got off that call so nervous i was like 
okay, that's done. That's over with. You that's were, great. it was ridiculous. I was messaging you while I'm listening to it. And I'm like, <laughs> you guys were so nervous. And I'm like, just take so the beats. Nervous. He set you up for so many jokes. Uh, and you're just like, I got to be professional. I have well, to just, and I'm like, <laughs> I've met Phil and I've talked to Phil many times. And once you get to know him, he like literally, I remember having a whole conversation with him at the old micro and it was um, a two roads tap takeover slash breakfast for uh, dinner. Uh, so it was nice. all breakfast foods, but all day. Um, nice. And uh, we're sitting there talking and we're not even talking about beer. We're talking about being a vegan and this and that and just making jokes and stuff. And and then all of a sudden he just disappears. And I go, oh, where did Phil go? He's probably left. I go, no, he didn't say goodbye. And he goes, nope, that's what he does. Yeah, and why the name Irish Exit, you know, but that's what he does. But once you get to know him, he is he's charismatic he's witty he's funny and you guys had so many jokes and i'm just like, i know <laughs> punchline do the so joke the other the other thing with that is like there was an extra half second delay so yeah, figured, yeah. we were trying to like not interject but just kind of like add to the conversation and it's just it's just that extra beat where we don't want to like say something funny and then it kind of just like it's like oh what'd you say uh, uh, uh. like it, it was yeah. that sort of thing so it was more so to have like the informative conversation i was genuinely curious to be like what do you think about the current state of beer or people are adding fucking lactose and everything imaginable into beer mm -hmm. that was never there 20 years ago like that was really like the one thing i wanted to learn and basically he's like yeah no, i'm i'm all i'm basically down to experiment with whatever i mean sure. he kind of like tipped yeah. his hat to like you know cbd and with marijuana recently being legal at the time at recently at the time we interviewed yeah. um you know just like experimenting with that so he was obviously all for it so i was like I, I wasn't sure if it was someone else that was uh pitching all this at two roads and then he was like well i'm just gonna try and make it anyway and he was just begrudgingly doing it but he seems pretty open to it i yeah. mean i met him in person the day before the interview at a cellar dweller event and i brought my friend nick who is fake phil markowski and met him and he's like I said, hey, I'm Tyler, and he looked at Nick and was like, I know who this is, and he just started laughing, and I was like, just, like, I had to, like, be like, hey, just so you know, like, we're not, we didn't create this, like, on ourselves, like, someone else said it, he looked like you, and he's like, yeah, I don't know, it's a little weird, but I'm, I'm cool with it, like, he was, like, a little, like, hesitant about it, but I was like, you know what, it's fine, he got a kick out of it, and that's all I care I about. Mean, that, so. And that's when the best things pop up, like, you don't create it yourself, you just so happens, and you run with it, and it happens organically. Like, yeah. all this stuff, like I said on the last show, uh, this is this is all, it's all been created by something else, and I just go, True. oh, and I run with it, and I'm being, like I said, annoying to a certain point where, okay, yes, I agree with you, but okay, shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and then turn it into t-shirts, merch and all the good stuff. And, you know, that's it's it. Yeah, it's that's where anything happens. Like you just have to run with whatever gets you to that place and then run with it and see where you can go with it. You know? Oh, yeah. And on the note of the merch, um, I know we're doing this not at the top of the interview, but halfway through. Go to Tom's website. It's always stout dot com for limited merch drops. All proceeds go to charity. Pretty awesome. So. Almost, I was going to wear my pink It's Always Out Season shirt again, but I wore another beer shirt because that's my wardrobe now. That's that's stage two of becoming obsessed with beers, that most of your clothes has brewery labels on it. So uh, That's all. Before I had my own stuff, it'd be a different brewery t-shirt every day. I know. I have <laughs> so many, and guess what? Since I have my own now, I'm like, I I don't wear anything else. Hell, I yeah. got, like, I just, this finally came in the mail last night, so. Looks good. The yeah, hat and everything, and I finally got all the shirts printed up for me. 
um, which are good. And I'm looking through them and I'm like, okay, I'm happy with this. I'm like, okay, maybe I should have sent a different file and make it a little bit tighter, this and that, but it's, it's working with a new guy and, uh, you know, uh, the drop shipping and I don't have to have inventory and someone orders it and it gets shipped right out and he has a business. And I guess it goes all over the place because the hat came from North Carolina and the guy's based out of New York. So I'm like, okay, someone else is doing the hat and stuff like that. And, yeah. uh, I still have all the star Wars shirts and we're printing those up and I'll still be sending those out until I switch over to the new guy with all the star Wars merch and I'll slowly but surely, I mean, you've seen some of the ideas, uh, I'm yep. coming out with and that'll be down the line, but it's, you know, it's, it's tough because it's, if most of the shirts I sell are literally in person, uh, I mean, the star Wars stuff, True. Uh, was, you know, when we first launched it, Nebco post about it. And I sold literally 55 shirts in a day in like in that right. week. And it just took that. off and it was great, but I probably sold over 600 hoodies and shirts of that logo from my yeah. car, which is great. Cause they see it and like, do you have those? Oh, you're Tom, aren't you? Oh, do you have the shirts on you? Sure. Uh, I went to Rising uh, Pints Brewfest, and I just shoved each size of every different kind of shirt in my bag, and I sold six, seven shirts, you know, because people are like, oh, you, you have the shirts? Yeah, they're in my bag. I'm not going to my car every five minutes. True. And I have it, and that's how it goes. So, like, this is going to be a different approach. That's why I was like, which two brands were the best, and maybe I'll just order a whole bunch of those and then have Smart. those in my car, you know, and, yeah. and not keep the other ones. And if you really like that, you got to order online, which, you know, you know, you know, this one didn't sell any. This is the only one in existence. You know, if you could see that with the camera. Oh yeah. I want to. Uh, I want to stout you up. You know, there you go. <laughs> you know, that was you. well. That was that's also a bottle share shirt that we made, and I literally sat there while we're bottle sharing, and I had my iPad, and I made it up, and I'm like, okay, here's a '90s graphic from. Oh, color me bad. Okay, this font, this, 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 and boom, and I showed it to him. Like they're like, that's perfect. And I'm like, will it sell? Probably not. But if people see it on me and <laughs> out in the world, and like. Are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, why not? I really like that. <laughs> you know, like the save by the the stout one. Uh, yeah. You know, this, one. yeah, this one, you know, that's it's my favorite one. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that sold very well. The, 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 the one of the definition one was an idea I had with over a year ago and I'd just been waiting on that one and that one sold very well. So the two, those two uh, are sold very well. Uh, more designs coming out soon. Um, you know, I just don't know when to put them out. Cause I'm trying not to be annoying posting all the time, you know, True. because it, it's tough, but then I'm watching other t-shirt stores and they're literally posting every day or twice a day. And I'm like, should I be doing that? But uh, you got to find that happy yeah. medium mix. I don't know. It's interesting because, uh, what I was going to say before I go off this point, you're basically like a home brewer, but with merch. You're, yeah. oh, I used to drink Treehouse all the time. Now I just make my own. And you're like, oh, I used to wear this shirt. Now I just make my own. Yeah. That that was it. The same comparison. It but <laughs> to dovetail the other way, uh, yeah, it, it is really interesting. And I always try to bring up the whole social media aspect of trying to promote a brand or a podcast or both or merch or anything like that. Like, I'm the same way. I want to post all the time. But at the same time, it's like if you're just spewing shit, like it, it, like you want to make sure, at least for me, that like the content that we're making is worthwhile, that it's enjoyable. I'd rather put out fewer things that more people are going to enjoy yeah. than a lot of things that fewer people are going to enjoy, um, especially because for each episode, right, it's three panels and 
for some, I put in a couple hours of work into like, you know, a half-assed Photoshop job. And the other times I'm just like putting pictures here and there. So it's, um, yeah, it, it is very, it's a tight, it's really like a tight line that you have to walk, I feel like, but there is no right or wrong answer. It's just, you have to hit a stride and you just have, I think it's just time. I think honestly, I think it's just time over time. If you're just doing the same thing over time, you're creating the content and you build this following. It, eventually it has to hit. I yeah. tell myself this it has to hit. Right. <laughs> um, yes and no. Cause I'm like, even like people have told me, why don't you start a podcast? You do all these, do it. And I mean, I, the heavy drinkers, I joined them and did it. And it's for us to get together. We haven't got together. Mm-hmm. We're, we're still trying to get together in person, but to yeah. all to get four people. Cause when we did it for zoom, it was fun for a little while. And then we were doing it live zoom. So we had a chat and that was fun because everyone was home. True. Um, and now trying to do Zoom, we're just like, oh, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? And I'm like, that was more of an in-person podcast where yeah. it was just four guys or five guys sitting around at a bar and we would just talk about topics of the world and drink the same beer and talk about the beer while we're interjecting news stories and putting our opinions on it and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's fun. And I even thought about starting a podcast during uh, over Zoom, over mm-hmm. the you know quarantine, as you may call it. Um, and just bringing on different people in different industries, in the beer industry, in the liquor industry, and bartenders, and and I was gonna call uh, the wellness check, and um, it's just basically checking on people. How are you doing? How's your business doing? This and that. And I'm like, do I really want to do this and set myself on a Monday night or Tuesday night and plan it out? Because the way I am, I'm gonna have beats and I'm gonna plan it out. And like when I did, <laughs> when they brought me out for the two stout nights. They literally looked at my, I brought my laptop, like, did you really plan this out in descriptions and notes? I go, yeah, this is what I do. I, I'm a planner, That's true. but that podcast is more of sit down and go, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, here, depending on, you know, with me, yeah, we could just sit and go and you have points in your head. But with, when you're bringing on someone actually real to interview, you know, you have certain questions you want to know, certain things yeah. you want to know about them. And then you have your standard questions that you ask everyone, you know, so it's, it's it's different like but so many people are doing this medium it's it's tough to get ahead if you jumped on it yeah. years ago like ken did he did the welcome to connecticut oh uh, yeah podcast, that was very and successful he was very successful he got sponsored mm. it basically paid for his life you know it, yeah. it he made a living off of it and then he did other things on top of that but he did it so early in the game that not many people were doing it then so he was the one right. that oh we podcast what's this it was a medium that not many people understood. And now it's like, oh, this is easy to do. Let's sit around and talk. And everyone's like, I'm starting a podcast. I'm starting a podcast. I'm like, right. what sets you apart from everyone else? So yep. everyone sees you instead of just you're this big crowd. You have to be noticed in this crowd of hundreds of thousands. What's going to make you stand apart? And I go, I haven't. And that's why you got to try different things. And like, right. for me, I'm like, I don't this is what sets me apart from everywhere else i'm the loud mouth that's screaming about stouts but <laughs> for that medium what's going to stand me apart that everyone's going to listen to it like i don't right. listen to many podcasts i listen to uh you guys begrudgingly um <laughs> i listened to last last podcast on the left because it is it's it's their podcast is so different they're talking about stuff that you might not know about and putting a comedic spin on mm-hmm. history and uh serial killers and murders yep. and they did like 9-11 controversies and then they did the whole Mormon religion, which was one of my favorites and Scientology. I think the Mormon religion was one of my favorites and they literally went from start to finish how the Mormon religion, all facts, all that you could, and they backed it up with, these are the books we read and this is what we did. And 
you listen to it and you're like, wow, I didn't know that much about it or Scientology. I didn't know that much about it. Or, you know, people, what people think of what happened with nine 11 and yeah. stuff like that and all their controversy theories. And then, you know, BTK murders and different serial killers. And the, uh, I think they did uh Kurt Cobain and like all and like his life. And then they did, how he died and all the controversies with that um mm -hmm. right now they just finished up a four-parter uh, about billy the kid and all that and i'm like okay i really didn't know much about billy the kid and he really pretty much was a kid and out in the wild west and that's when you hear about the wild west that's what it was it was wild you know <laughs> and there was there was laws and there was different governing body laws and literally he was like an official but he was only official uh recognized by this part and he would, and then they had another, like the sheriff was recognized by this governing part and stuff like that when there wasn't a full of all 50 United States, you know, where there were still territories and stuff. And it was like, yeah, stuff like that is educational, but they put a comedic spin on it and you're like, you're learning, but you're, you're laughing while you learn. And then right. wrestling podcasts, I just listen to all the time. So, <laughs> oh yeah, it, it really is. It, it really is something. And I think the dilution of the fact that anyone can create a podcast and a lot of people have and just talk about whatever the hell they want right like you really have to do something unique which is why at the beginning of this year we came up with 1050 sips like to kind of draw it it's different off of it's yeah it's different and we drew it off of the podcast to our social media to at least grow our following that way so like for 2022 we have like something else planned and we're still trying to flesh out like what we want to do to to go to like another medium to try and build like another audience it's like that's really what you have to do i feel like at the same time where if you're just banging out the same content over and over again like yeah you might get a following but at the same time like you have to try and be innovative in, in a different way you know it's Correct, yeah. trying to pull in this audience into like a new venture that we're trying to do like we want to do more live streaming we want to go not just do instagram lives we want to do twitch like that's something that we've thought about doing for a while because we're both into gaming yep we both like watching game shows and like talking about it. Like there's a lot of things that we've tossed around. Um, so, you, you know, you just never know. Um, uh, Jeff is back. I'm back. I don't know I'm back. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff wasn't quiet this whole time. Everyone listening. He, he literally had to step away for like 10 minutes. So we were just talking about um, Tom M's merch and uh, the dilution of podcasts. Oh, that's, that's good shit. I'll have to. Yeah. I'll have to go listen to my own podcast. It, it was like, yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, you have to go. Yeah, you're a listener now. You're a producer uh, when you listen. You're, yeah, yeah. Sorry, now that's so. where now you have to message me and tell me where I fucked up. Oh, you know? I will. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah. <laughs> you've been waiting for this day. <laughs> no, but what, what I was just talking about was the fact that like how we're trying to kind of stay re like not say relevant but just keep things fresh and how we did 1050 sips this year and how we might want to do twitch like next year and just like other incentives that we're trying to do um a lot just to think outside a the lot box. of that is it is partially to help uh, expand the viewer base hopefully yeah but it's oh, for yeah. it's for us too like we don't we like doing this but if it's the same thing all the time then the fun kind of leaves it especially the it video work. series yeah it becomes yeah. work it's it come, and for tyler who yes. does ed the editing for the videos and that it that happened at one point where we took a week off on it because he was like i don't have anything for this anything right. like to for editing uh creativity and i well, we need to take a break if it, that's right. we never want it to become that so no, trying new even, things could keep things fresh for us. Um, even with me, like I literally just had to look it up. Like when I started the, it's always South season Instagram. Cause I put it on hold for a while and I was just like, 
do I want to do this? Do I want to do this? I'm like, fine, I'll do it. Cause I'm basically overloading my personal Instagram with stout stuff. And I'm like, okay, yep. Tom, is it all going to be about beer? And I'm like, no, I want personal stuff in there. And I don't post that much. Yes. Stories. Sure. But like on actual posts, no. So I was like, all right, I'll just put more beer stuff on there. And I'm like, what sticks, what does? So I'm like, Oh, if I do a nice little picture of this, it gets a lot of attention. Or if I do this, it doesn't get much attention. Uh, like I'm watching more. I don't, I still haven't downloaded TikTok, and I, uh, I, I Same. don't want to do it. <laughs> but Facebook, but but Instagram Reels, same thing. I can watch all the TikTok yeah. there because they just move it over. But I then that's why I don't it. have TikTok. Yeah, yeah, exact reasoning. Yep. <laughs> but I so I start scrolling through all the Reels, and I'm like, uh, and I'm like, wait, how this these nobodies are getting twenty thousand views and are uh, fifty thousand views or a hundred thousand yep. views or a million views. It all and comes I'm down like, to those algorithms, man. Well, that's the thing, and I'm like, okay. Do I have to start to, and then beers will pop up. And then, um, uh, Carly. Yeah. Um, she popped up, uh, bring it to oh. the table. Yeah. Yeah. She Fan popped of up on Friend one of, of, yeah. She popped up on one of my, um, reels when I'm scrolling through and I'm like, I first of all noticed drinking Travis and I'm like, okay, I don't know you if you're in Connecticut or outside of Connecticut. So I clicked on it. They followed me already. And I was like, okay. So I start going through all this and I'm like, Oh, they're Connecticut based this and that. But I'm like, blew up from that and they got a ton of views for that and i'm like is it the medium i really don't want it i have like six ideas of doing a reels in my head they're gonna be funny but uh, i to go through it and stuff i could do it it'll literally take me like half a day to record all of them but it's all the little different trends and i'm like i'm about to turn 42 and do I really <laughs> want to go into that medium? And don't drink beer can do it. He's like 38. Yeah. He has a kid now. He's doing the TikTok trends. But, you but know? that's, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, but he's doing the TikTok trends to make fun of it. Yeah, I would be True. doing the same thing too. But I'm like, in my brain, it takes a while for me to just like, all right, get over know. yourself and do it. Yeah. And you find it hilarious. Like there's a few of the TikTok trends I'm looking and I'm like, oh, I could do that or come up with my own. And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. And I'm like, all right, just sit down and fucking do them, you know? But, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, this is a family-friendly show, and I'm sorry. no. I'm just, yeah. I'm just picturing. Yeah, it's a fucking friendly, family-friendly show, dude. I think our listeners are doing the same thing I'm doing and trying to imagine you doing any of these dances. Uh, no, they wouldn't be dancing. No, God. No. Oh, no, come no, on, no, Tom. No, Give no, the no, people no, no, what no, they no. want. <laughs> Someone who I actually think does a really good job is Doug from Revolutionary Beer Aficionado on Instagram. Mm -hmm. He's like the chief strategy officer for Revolution Brewing Company, which is, I think, the 39th. Uh, biggest crapper in the country right now. Mm. Like they're massive, obviously. Um, and he actually does a very good job. He rides that line of doing a TikTok trend, keeping it beer related, and not being corny as hell. Well, like, he's, he he's friends with Alex, so he's he's part of our barley wine is life group. And yeah, he puts uh, on that sense. revolution is like one of the biggest barley wines they put on, and it's literally like forty to fifty dollars if you want it secondary market a four pack. And I'm like, I still haven't had it, and I'm trying to like, I'm not spending that much money on it. I've heard it's good. They literally sit there and just and just chug Revolution like crazy. Oh, I know. I know. What's what? Straight Jacket, VSOJ. I don't know. Those are the only ones I know. So yeah, we're we're a little little seed teaser. We're trying to get Doug on the show actually. So that'll be interesting because I I really want to talk because I from like as you can tell I'm really into the whole social media aspect, content creation, and all that. And I think he does a very good job. And um, he just won. He's one of the forty under forty for Wine Spectator. Mm -hmm. 
So like he, obviously he's being recognized. He's huge. I was like, I need to, I need to sit down. You know, with this you know where we struggle, Tom. You know where we struggle to get a gauge is. You said before you'll throw something out there on your on your Instagram and you'll see that certain things get certain number of likes and whatever. Oh, and yeah. we yeah. we look at we, likes. yeah we look at our our both our reels our our full videos for those ten fifty sips and even our podcast numbers. And we can't get a we can't get a full gauge. What we can gauge, and I think Tyler would agree, because he looks at his numbers more often, is that our interviews do better than our reviews, and that makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's does. obvious. But as far as our like video stuff, sometimes a reel will go what we consider big, right? Mm-hmm. It's much like a, a, a thousand plus views, um, and then sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes the full videos do really well. Sometimes it's nothing, and it, we don't know if it's the we have no idea what what no is favor what the algorithm is favoring, and we don't know where to pivot if we can and where we feel comfortable to because we can't get a gauge. It's so I was told, and I, I actually I got a lot of information out of when you interviewed Kat because she knows a lot of that yeah. Stuff. Oh, good. And she, she and she looked at that's so why Two Roads good. hired her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. why the Guild had her, and she's sad to be missed from the Guild, and now Two Roads has her. And I'm like, she's got to make money. She's got to make a living. Yeah, you know. Um, but like, I've noticed, and a few people tell me like some of those like posters I do for my events, people have literally messaged me and they're like, and I'm like, what the hell this and that even, um, Sam is like, it's too many words. You got to keep it simple. The less on it, the algorithm picks up all those words on that poster and it's just too much for it to handle and it keeps it down. And if you keep it like, so I'm scrolling through your, your, um, your reels right now looking yeah. on your things. And I'm like, wow, everything that you've started out with everything that has words, like your first few were like, you had that thousand one in the beginning, but everything is low. And then you had another thousand, like two, 300, two, 300, then you had a thousand. Then it's all of a sudden, anything that didn't have words, it's over a thousand. And then the last one, which, well, it's the quickest beer review what ever, you- um, is only <laughs> 220. You know? but I don't know. Maybe that's a thing. It's also timing. It's also when you put it on. If you put stuff on a Monday, no one sees it. Mondays are, but if you put it on Monday afternoon or night, no one sees it. But if you put it on Monday morning or Sunday night, you get a huge overflux because everyone wakes up Monday morning, looks Uh, at their phone. And then on Monday, no one looks at their phone again because it's a work week. They go home, they're tired. Everyone's got a case of the Mondays. Um, But I've noticed that like if you post it middle of the day, Monday or something, it just nothing. But if you do it Sunday night and they wake up over, Cause I've posted a lot of, of bottles that I've had with my buddy on True. Sunday night and yep. I'll get a ton of likes. I wake up and I'm like, wow, it's over a hundred. I, you know, I have like, thought okay, about that. I, I think about what is, when is a, I'll be right back. What, yeah, sure. When is the guaranteed time? Not a guaranteed time. What is the most likely time people are checking their phones? And that's when they wake oh, up in the morning, wake up in the morning. Right. So if you put it, so if you put it out at night when they're probably going to bed and yep. so it's there for them when they wake up, even at the ask back of dawn, yep. those who wake up really early, it's there. And I, I figured that's always probably for the best is try to post things in the evening. So they either yeah. see it before they go to sleep or they, when they wake up the next day. Or you do it just before you do it right at a rush hour. You do it at like five o'clock. I try to post everything between three and five and I've noticed it gets favorable, but it's also different stuff. Like I've posted stuff. So I posted two beers back to back. I posted the Timber uh, Fightins collab. And then the mm-hmm. next day I posted the front porch. The Fightins one I made you know, I use an old app that grayed out everything and I just lighten up and colored the, the, the display and the beer and the front porch. I just kind of edited it. The Fightins one, huge. Why? Because it was fine. I didn't use that different hashtags that much, but it's Fightins and Timber. And all of a sudden people saw it and it just picked it up at the right time. Front porch one got about half the views. 
I've also noticed with memes, if you use more cartoony memes, like from things like Family Guy or SpongeBob, uh, SpongeBob, yeah, SpongeBob, Family Guy. I posted one uh, a guy made that everyone's always thought of is the Stout season, you know, uh, Duck season, Rabbit season. A guy made it. I looked at how many views he got. I posted it on mine and I gave him credit. Boom, that thing blew up and is the most viewed meme I've ever done. And someone else did it because it was a it was recognizable right off the bat. Using different hashtags does work because when yep. I switch up the hashtags, I use the same like 10 and I just add three more to the end. But sometimes I have to delete it and using the different hashtags, you get a different audience base, a different viewership, a different yep. people that are looking for things. So it's there's so much, you know, like we're talking here and I'm like, I got 15. Literally, it's been a year. I had to look it up and it's be a year next week that I've started. So I got 15, wow. 100 uh, followers. That's it. And I'm like. And I, I know I could get the 10, but I would have, you know, have to do start doing those real trends. You have to get the people are looking more at reels and TikTok yeah. than they are just a picture. So, you know? but then I look at other people that post just beer pictures and all it is, is what they're drinking. And they got five to six, 7,000 followers. And I'm like, that's all their content is just posting, no editing, no nothing, just a picture just, of, yep. <laughs> you know, of their beer. And they, but yep. they've been doing it for, five six years maybe so they, they caught gained, it at the beginning yeah yeah they caught it at the yeah. beginning and it's it's all about timing if you get on that trend before anybody else does you will be followed first and then everyone follows so for know? for yeah. those for those algorithms do i obviously they keep the actual algorithms a secret duh but yep. as far well, as they change them all the time do, yeah. do they yeah. do they ever like send out like hey content creators for instagram or youtube or any of these places this is what it looks this is this is kind of what it looks for is everyone just guessing all the time they do so they do send out some things actually one of the ceos of one of the co-founders of instagram um will post weekly as far as like trends go and being like here's how you can do this with your account here's how you can filter out like certain content here's where the tag should be going should they be in a comment should they be in the actual description of the reel itself like he will do that on a weekly basis um to point but, people in the right direction at least because it's yeah, how, you, how you're supposed to you can't you can't because otherwise you can't give the full thing because when i used to work in advertising like with google they keep that under such lock and key as far as like the advertising platform goes only well because, that's fine like, but even if you yeah. just say like here's here's a little bit here's how here's what not to do at least like so i know that sometimes for, well, yeah. for youtube you they will favor videos they don't like it when you swear in the first minute yep so like or swear at all or, or swear at all but if you're going yeah, to yeah. you got to keep it out of the first minute and because then, that's what they're looking for right yeah. so yeah. their algorithm is like even music stuff like when i posted um what do I, it was uh the star wars trailer that i made because i was trying to learn video editing and i put the actual star wars song on and literally facebook and youtube and everything picked it up in like that yeah then i, I went on yeah. youtube and they said found a free you know found uh one that wouldn't get uh, copyrighted pulled <laughs> and literally all it is is it skipped a beat i think it skipped a quick beat in the beginning and it was the same song and you, if you really listen you would notice it but you barely notice it and it skipped one little beat and then it was fine and i'm like different okay. song it's, it's not the same it's parody it's not the same yeah it's parody. <laughs> exactly yeah it's it's but, I, but, like, but that rule that rule i think was kind of thrown out to content creators to be like hey just a heads up yeah. don't like the swearing yeah, you your don't music in the first monetized yeah. yeah and so yeah. i'm just curious if they ever put like a to either just the bigger people in like a newsletter just like a heads up uh, to folks they probably do i know i watch yeah. i've been watching youtube for probably almost since the beginning 
and Same. some of the content creators <clears throat> change like uh i'm a, a huge philip defranco fan and yep. uh you know he used to make you know his whole thing was like oh news in three to seven minutes yep. he doesn't make anything and he's even said it like matt pat and um has said it and like if they don't make over 10 minutes they're not going to get they, they don't get demonetized but it's it's really algorithms not going to pick them up because youtube now wants 10 minute videos or more because they want to keep you to watch two ads during that or something yep. like that and it keeps you there longer and then like i'll sit there and like right now like my youtube like i just i was watching matt pat you know play a video game oh don't 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 start this sound no 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 uh but like i oh good it didn't oh wait maybe well yeah so there it is. <laughs> sorry that's matt pat uh, and it's about and i'm about to pick it up and re, uh, catch up where i left off and it's about to play an ad um yeah. but like all that stuff you know like you you see what like i just i don't watch videos to watch videos i just see what's in my feed and like oh this is something you might like this is my, and i'll sit there for six hours and i'll just click 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 i don't even watch tv i'm just watching 15 minute videos and it keeps <laughs> you there forever and you're yeah. like oh here you go here you go here's more here's more oh you like that well here's this video game oh you like that you liked about flat earth. Oh, here's another controversy <laughs> about flat earth. And then you get sucked yeah. down a rabbit hole. Did you know the earth's flat? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, it's I super did. flat. Ice barrier, it's actually that. so flat. It curves around. Don't spoil it for me. Sorry. I, it does. It, it's so it Spoiler. goes like this and then it just kind of goes like that and then goes like yeah. that. And then it looks like it's perpetually ball. flat. It's just flat just for a very short amount of time. And then, yeah, it just keeps um, going. So, like, uh, these are things that I think about all the time. And then I want to ask one random question after this, and then I do have to get going pretty soon. I know well, have we talked well. close, about closer to free ride? No, yeah, that's what okay, I want to talk about. I was about, about. to say. Uh, like, all, that, all this aside, like, I think point. about this all the time. And it's, like, at the same time, it's very easy to, like, create your content around the algorithm. And then it's, like, creating content around what people want. At the end of the day, like, it'll never work out. At a certain point, I sometimes sit down and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I want to create something that I'm proud of at the end of the day. I want to create something that I'm laughing at and I find funny and Jeff finds funny. And you want to build that following that also thinks that that's funny. I remember years ago when we wanted to, like, do YouTube more in, like, college and high school, Jeff brought that up. And I was always like, well, I want to, you know, try to get as many viewers as we can. But it's also, like, make the content and find the people that agree with your content, those are going to be your most loyal followers. If you have 10,000 followers mm -hmm. and your posts only get like 100 likes, that's shit. Like, but if you have 1,000 followers and your posts get 50 likes, 60, 70 likes, that's that's a lot more stopping power. But, but the knowledge about the, the algorithms really applies to advertising the content that you're proud of. True. I know, I know. Right? But so, it, yeah, it's, obviously, a, it's a give and you, take. If, so like, that's what reels are for us. Reels are short sure. versions of our videos. And that's advertising to go watch the full thing. Yep, and true. if we can get we if we can pander to the algorithm to get that out there, then they can watch the thing it's that we did for us. Yeah, no, but I, even I, even I, like this, so even like this, you guys, because like I uh, a lot of the podcasts I do, um, they do it all over Zoom, but they'll do on Twitter or on their Facebook or whatever. They'll show the video, and you're like, oh, can I watch it? And then they load it up to YouTube. You can yeah. watch it on YouTube later. But even here, like if you have this all recorded audio and video, you put a reel of some clip I said, or someone else said, or that's why I want to do too. A, a teaser, like a teaser. And it's like, ha 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 ha. Okay. You have to listen to, <laughs> and it, exactly like that. You have to listen to whatever <laughs> that point. Yeah. We're just isoing. We're just isoing the clip where Tom says, I <laughs> don't, so I sometimes don't drink uh, stouts <laughs> right in the beginning there, whatever that was. I, I'm going to have to cut that clip. I think so, we weren't yeah, recording. Yeah, yeah. 
But fuck. You know you were. Yeah. Um, okay, good. <laughs> but that's but that's what you do and you're like, wait a minute, yeah. it's the hook that gets you in to listen to it. it. And and I'm telling you, because a lot, even a lot, I've watched these YouTube videos and they're giving like right in the beginning, you're like, whoa, okay, when does that happen? And you watch the whole video waiting for that point because you're like, how did how did Tom say that he doesn't like why? And you have to watch the beginning and yeah. maybe it's in the middle of it and they listen to that point and they're already engaged listening to that point so they continue to listen on to the whole and podcast. So, and sometimes it's funnier out of context so when you actually get to that point in the video you're like oh oh, oh okay oh no I understand. <laughs> oh, okay cool. well, it's not really funny <laughs> but it's the hook so, that grabber that pulls that right. person in and wants okay yeah. i have to listen to this because so and so said this and i want to find out why tom m that's some executive producer knowledge right there I mean, yeah, this is some great shit, dude. Not you, that you you've earned your gold jacket. So let's pivot. Let's pivot. I, let's get to the whole reason why you pivot. had you back on. Uh, had you back pivot. on the show? Yeah, I like. Yeah, one of the one of the reasons. Oh, um, I, don't, I I thought you just I, missed talking to me. Oh, well, that, Tom, that was we always of, talk to you. Please, <laughs> we talk like every week. For those who don't know, um, so yeah, so closer to free is coming up a week from today as a recording. This is coming out on Tuesday the seventh. Ooh, gonna guess. Hopefully, I'm right. Um, uh, today is the fourth, fourth. Nope. so the fifth is sunday uh-huh. the sixth is monday and the seventh is tuesday oh, yeah. so fuck yeah dude i'm smart job. as hell I thought today um, was Friday for some reason. <laughs> yeah so my my first closer to free ride is happening uh next saturday i'm really excited mm-hmm. it's virtual which i'm less excited about but i understand uh i'm doing the 40 miles wait wait wait, um, wait, 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 wait. let's let's sorry. pause for oh, a second. sorry let's sorry, back sorry. up a little bit yeah let's 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 jeff i host said this part because no 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 as some as that person let's back up what is yeah. closer to free ride see? sorry yeah see? let yeah. jeff host it because he's the guy that's not part of it and we know yes. it, and you have to let your your audience and your viewers know what's You're going right. on yes. instead of just talking about it like we're the only people in the know. Yes, See, that's true. why we keep you around. You know, Jeff, you're getting yeah. a raise. You're, you're not getting, getting a raise, baby. All right, so you're what is so what is closer to free ride? Do I want to describe no, it? No, Tom M's like, going to describe it. He's the guest. Yeah, so shut I, up. I feel like I'm still... Okay, sorry, dude. So fucking, yes, Excuse shit, me, dude. I got a raise. Go ahead, Tom M. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is closer to free ride? So closer to free ride, this is the 12th year and 11th year of beer last year was 10 years of beer um that uh it basically what it is is a ride not a race that you know, uh happens at yale bowl every year uh that raises money for smilo uh cancer center at yale new haven hospital um what it does is a lot of people don't understand it's like think of saint jude is a huge um place that is all 100 funded and 100 all just charity given um, the same thing. This is a Connecticut version of it, but they take care of patients where they're either in uh, to get remission, take care of them. If they can't, they try to cure them. Granted, there is no cure for cancer. We're not getting into that black hole, um, <laughs> you know, down that line. But, uh, yeah. you know, they uh, people have literally gone there and made the family feel comfortable and made their feel comfortable if they could not uh, help them in any way uh, before they passed. Or mm. these people have gone there and they've gotten, um, and they've got put into remission. And then those, some of those people actually, and that's why we're all bummed that we're not doing it in Yale Bowl because those people get recognized that year. And some of them actually ride with us. And we always go by Smilo. So the biggest part of our ride is we all leave Yale Bowl and all the riders, every 10, 25, 40, 65, 100, we all go past Smilo. Patients are all sitting there cheering us on. We, you know, handshake them, hug them and everything like that. And that's kind of why they're not doing it because of that. 
uh, because the yeah. patients can't sit out there. So they've been doing the virtual plus having over two to 3000 people in the Yale field um, is kind of tough and having yeah. all the bikers doing a ride. Yeah. We're all socially distant while we're riding, but to have that many people there is a little tough. Um, but yeah, everything that we raise goes to help pay the doctors, help pay uh, medical bills for people and stuff like that help uh, try to find a cure uh, for cancer and stuff like that. And this is my fourth year. Um, How long have they been doing this right? This is your fourth. Is so this is my fourth year. This is 12 years. If you actually years. listen, your, your raise is actually getting taken away now. Uh, I was asking the questions for the oh. folks at home. Yes, but I already said the yeah, answer. Already you answered that. The, see, you oh, no. I was, I was so, I was so, I was so happy so, to hear about what was going on. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. You got excited. This is my first, I got my button. Yeah. So hell yeah. My, Button. I don't know where my. Fourth. Oh yeah, oh well, yeah. Dude. It's right here. Boom. There's my fourth ride. Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm bummed. Um, it's not but, a real like, ride. I'm happy to. I'm happy. No, I mean it is. No, like, I, I said just, you're I bummed wanted... that it's not a real like a. Oh like yeah. A real sorry, sorry, thing. sorry. I was like, like, whoa, not like a real in ride. person, Damn. I'll say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. So, but I still want to do it. Um, for those listening, I'm part of Team Craft Beer. The link to uh, my page is in the podcast uh, Instagram link, 1056PODCAST. Donate, donate, donate. Uh, but by the time you listen to this, it's. I would like to emphasize something, Tom. No, 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 no. You have to reach your goal by that time. Oh, yeah. true. You have it till yeah. September 30th to donate. So it's the end of the month is going oh, to True. To reach the 250 that we have to raise for being part of the ride has to be in by that day, whatever it is. I think it has to be in the day before the ride. Or yeah. That's it. But other than that, you raise up until the end of September to yeah. go on to meet your personal goal. So if you've like, already raised two fifty, you're good. But if you want to reach personal goals, go donate to Tyler. You don't have to donate to me. I do enough events where I make a good amount of money. You know, uh, you I'm know. like ninety dollars short. So uh, Ooh, yeah, we'll I'm gonna cover that. That happen real soon. You know, five five dollars from every person that listens to this podcast. <sighs> That means there'll be eighty five dollars still need to be donating. So I'd be mean, really cool. I would like. Be really I would cool. like to emphasize something Tom said. Uh, in the beginning of his description in that this is a ride and not a race. So all those hardos right. out there can calm their tits and just go yeah. out there and, you know, have a good time. What I was going to say <laughs> um, wow. is that I'm, so I just want to say, just want to say, I'm doing the, you know, how I'm doing the 40, get. I'm doing the 40 mile thing. What, and okay. let's take a step back. Where are you doing 40 miles? Because you're, I'm assuming you're not, okay. So you're going to do it on, you're not going to join yeah. us at Nepco that day. And actually no, I couldn't, I couldn't, I honestly was going to be like, yeah, no, I'll get it. I'll just rent a bike from someone. I was going to like borrow it from my dad or something like that. Oh, you never, still don't have a bike. Oh. No, oh, I no. that was a bike. future me. That was a future me problem that I was going to try and figure out probably uh, day of, but I mean, um, that's how I started. <laughs> I bought my bike the week before and did 65. So, so yeah, so I'm doing 40 on my Peloton. My goal is to do it in less than two hours. That's my goal. I think I could do it. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's damn it, for you. Be like, no. I could do like no. my PR would be like 145. I did I, 30 miles in like 84 minutes. I'm fat and I did, I think, 30 miles and straight in like an hour and something. And I'm like, yeah, so 40 miles on a Peloton mm, on my echelon, I could, it's easily. But doing it in real life, you're a little bit slower, but true. yeah, you could easily crush in two hours no problem all right that's my goal so two hours i'm i'm looking forward to it 90 dollars short folks let's get there 90 dollars short dude uh so yeah uh but i'm i'm happy to be a part of it i know last year i talked about doing it and i was like you know what like we're in the beer community now uh we're getting closer to like the inner circle of this large beer community so it's like you know i want to do it and um 
looking forward to it. So, hey, why not? So, uh, regardless if you donate or not, uh, donate to Smilo or don't like I you know just support the cause like Tom said it it is uh, an amazing place that's helped out thousands and thousands and thousands of people um, suffering with various uh, illnesses due to cancer and whatnot so um, yeah I, I can't, couldn't have said it better myself so I'm really excited to to race in that and then I know there's gonna be like a I don't know there might be something afterwards I don't know I'm not saying where I'm not gonna dox the location so people listening just kind of show up well they can valid. but they 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 can show up but they're not gonna get any of the party stuff so yeah I mean you know yeah, last so. year so you know we'll so what the, the our team is doing we're gonna leave Nepco we're doing a 30 mile ride or a 60 file yeah. uh 60 file 60 mm-hmm. mile. I love sixty. Um, love the number sixty. Yeah. For all the sixty files out there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! Love sixty, dude. Um, we are gonna go, but we actually remapped the route from last year that we did from Nepco. Uh, we are actually gonna go by Smilo because we just nice. we all we all need it. We all have to be there. We're gonna take yeah. a big team picture. Whoever's there, uh, minus Tyler because he won't be there because he'd be on his little Peloton. Got to rep the virtual um, game. It's okay. Um, got to get then, his money back from that thing. And then we'll go, we'll go, you know, around in our loops and go back to Nepco, and then we'll have a beer at Nepco, and then uh, we'll be going somewhere else uh, uh, and having a little bit of an after party there. So it's uh, it's going to be fun, you know. It's always fun. It's always a good time. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, we can't have the big party, which is at you know at Yale Bowl, and that's always a good time. Food trucks, music, and you know, it's it just being people there and just supporting a great cause and yeah the know, good news is it, it sounds like this event has no end in sight no so, this is so this hang is out and, and stay tuned years. again no. for next year be part of it yep. this year but ne- maybe next year you never know where the world will be and maybe we can do it the way it's supposed to be done i would love that yeah um, i mean this is i mean we're not gonna stop i mean we're the number one team now for the last few years ooh, uh, no i mean deal. well no it well it was tough because to beat the doctors and the nurses every year they were the number one team uh live uh live positively and uh, they were the number one team for years and marty had his team and it was uh, started with a team of seven and doubled and doubled and doubled and now we're like a, a team of 170 um, you know, and our biggest year was a quarter of a million dollars two years ago. The last time we did the yep. in-person ride, I think last year we did like 150. This year we're sitting at like 140 something. Um, so I mean, we'll probably reach 200,000. Uh, the whole ride itself probably raises roughly now an average of three million dollars every ride. Yeah, so every awesome. year, so which is great. Um, but you know, it's, it's not just, uh, you know, it's not, and I always uh, preach and it's, it gets me, it's, I do preach about it. It's just not doing it for the May to August or May, September. That's when people raise money. It's all year long. You know, uh, I'll probably be doing events, uh, when I could figure out and what this world allows us to do. Um, and you know, October, yeah. November, December, uh, I would love to do more events. I just haven't, I've only done two this year because you just, I don't want to plan something and put all that hard work and then be like, no, you can't do it. Cause we can't have yeah. this and this and this. So it's true. You know, it's uh yeah, it's a really weird time, but I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and, uh, we'll go from there, but Tom, I know we're cutting this short, relatively speaking, well, yeah, from we our six-hour window. Two more parts, you know. Yeah, we have like six more parts, and then like three money grabs. Uh, like we were so close, but we ran out of funding. We ran out of, yeah, our ran budget. Out of our budget just dropped. Love to. This, yeah. studio, this video up top says, "Listen, guys, you know if we're gonna buy raise. more seasons." Yeah, I got all pay. the executive producers need a paycheck. Sorry. It's it's tough running a podcast, but Tom M. 
Um, I've been looking forward to having you back on again, not to blow smoke up your ass and make your head larger, but it, it, it's always fun. <laughs> it's always fun with these kind of interviews. I say that a lot, but to have like a, someone that we know that we're friendly with or friends with, like just have a relaxed conversation makes our life so much easier and makes it so much more fun when we do this. So as always, thank you for coming on and just remember guys, it is always stout season. Tom M., um, why don't you shout out your social media and your merch before we let you go? Sure. By the way, we barely talk about stouts this whole entire time. Good. I mean, that's I mean, that was the goal. Got him. We got him, yeah. folks. Psych. All right. Wrap it up. Woo! Ashton Kutcher, come on in here, dude. You got punked. We, want, we just wanted you to say that you don't drink stouts all the time. You did that really early on, and we have to play it up for the next hour. Awesome. So. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's always stouts. <laughs> It's always stoutseason.com. It's always stoutseason on Instagram. Um, everything, I, like I said, uh, you said before, everything I do is for charity. Um, all the t-shirts, all the designs. Um, events, nothing's coming up. We were trying to do this before the karaoke. Uh, yep. Karaoke did good. Um, unofficially right now, probably raise about 2,800 uh, from that. Uh, almost ki- Well, yeah, almost kicked anything. It was tough. Like everyone... You know, some people said they were coming and then last minute text me and said they weren't. Okay. I had a good excuse. No, it's okay. Had... Other people, but other people. <laughs> I became an uncle. It's okay. I had to meet my nephew. No, Sorry. Okay. I know. <laughs> uh, but, it okay. but it was also a tough weekend. I knew it wasn't going to be, you know, pack yeah. the roof, hanging from the rafters, you know, because yeah. um, it's also the last weekend before Labor Day and the last week of August when a lot of people go on vacation. But yeah, you know what? Yeah. Every seat was full. People got up. It took about an hour and a half. We got a set of four singers, and then more and more people sang, and then I didn't have to sing at all because there's new people singers coming up all the time. We sold a lot of beer. Pretty much I think everything kicked except the two stouts um, because we had two big stouts, plus Timber was opening <clears throat> bottles of their barrel-aged stout for pour. So you had three huge stouts on. So that's a lot of stouts Damn. for the average person. For me, True. no. But that's I can't, just Tuesday, man. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I can't drink it all. <laughs> but yeah, uh, keep on a lookout uh, on uh, or my personal account, Cool Beans Three Sixteen, for different local events. That is pretty much all be for charity. Uh, the Breer beer, we still have plenty of that. If you haven't oh, tasted it, so good, so good. Uh, Greg and myself are super proud of that, and I'm like, I don't even know how we're gonna top that next year uh, when we do the next batch. But like, we every time we drink it, and people are having it, and like, how did you do this? And I'm like. Talk to Greg Radovich. He's a genius. He knows how to brew beer uh, at Nepco. So, but other than that, you know, know, buy stout merch, drink more stouts, uh, or don't. I mean, whatever. (laughs) Your 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 stomach will thank you. Actually, drink stouts without lactose if you can, because your stomach will thank you. There you go. Words to live by, Tom. The more you know. (laughs) Thanks so much, Tom. As always, appreciate having you on.